0: Ready? Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs>
1: uh, what? This is how I feel. I don't know. I don't know. Just grumpy. You're grumpy? Yes. Why are you grumpy?
0: <laughs> wow. That's
1: fine. I can be grumpy. Who's saying you can't be grumpy? Nobody's saying it. I'm just asking. I'm just saying it in this way. Mm. I don't know why I'm grumpy. Mm. Just got to do a bunch of shit I don't want to do what do you
0: got to do that you don't want to do I
1: don't I, I don't even want to answer that question right now
0: you painted your toenails green are you See, trying to divert to, me from I, my gum I don't know burpiness. how to handle women you just that's it you're gone instantly laughing oh my toenails yes I painted them green I was gonna do blue but I thought you know the green looks really cool that's it you guys are easy don't judge me, ladies. Okay, What's, fine.
1: Judge me. I don't care. Well, yes. Why would they be judging I got judging distracted you? by my green toenails. Why is that a bad thing? Well, you know, I told you. People, people, people are judging me. And people are... Uh, three people this past week. Yeah. Two of them who listened to the podcast want more of me. One of them was in one of our workshops, said, I just would have liked more of you. I mean, Dave is awesome, but I would have liked more of you. In the workshop? or In, in the-, the workshop, in on this podcast. And I'm like, I mean, I understand. I understand what they're they're talking about. But I, I feel, I have felt, I felt good about, you know, I just, what, what we've been doing. I understand what they're asking for. They want to feel me more. They want to know me more. There was, there was somebody who asked me, like in one of the workshop interviews that I did, she was like, you know, I, I get a, you know, I get it. Solid feeling about Dave. I see his posts. I see you know his interviews, and so like, I don't. I don't really have a feeling for you. And I was like, "Fuck." Is that a bad thing? I mean, it's not bad, but I understand. There's We're, probably some place where I'm holding back. Well, that's, I guess, the question. Yeah.
0: It hits some. And part of where... it
1: is is this 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 feeling I have. It's just like this. I just feel. And I mean. Like annoyed right now, I don't hmm. know, I'm just feeling hmm. annoyed. I think part of it is also because
2: uh,
1: there's there's like some like i like you're walking in to the, to the today and you're like yelling all over the place, and <laughs> i I don't know you're it's not weird yelling.
0: no you are, and it's it feels good to me, yeah. I yell a lot around the house. It it, it it's very entertaining to Diana cuz she now she knows what it is. She's not threatened by it. She doesn't take it personally. She doesn't think she's done something wrong. Right. And so she's just laughing. I'm just, I'm just in my process. I'm just what I do. I if I was alone, this is what I would be doing.
1: Well, it also makes me realize like part of the reason that I'm friends with you and that I work with you is because I like that energy. Right. And Ferd has it too, you mm. know. He's just like there's just an aggression. I mean, Jana has it too. Like, I'm, I'm friends. I work with. I'm married to. Like these people who have this aggression. I don't. It. It. it I don't have. I have it, but it, it doesn't come out as as easily mm. from me. Why? Although Right now, it feels like I just want it. Ugh. Feels
0: good. Sexy. Ugh.
1: <laughs> oh, God. I, You know, I judge it. I judge it in myself. I judge this part of me. And uh, Who wants to be around somebody? I mean, last night I was just complaining. All of, <laughs> to Ferd? Not, to Ferd, to Jan. I was like, I just there was just a bunch of stuff I didn't want to do. And I was just complaining. I never complain. I, I complain about complainers. Mm. I complain about Ferd complaining. Right. And then this morning I woke up, I looked on TikTok and Michael Beckwith, you know, the guy, the head of the Agape Church. Mm-hmm. He's talking about, like, why you shouldn't be complaining. And I was like, oh, God. <laughs> Fuck him. <laughs> it's fine. You got to get it out. I know. Beckwith, come on. Well, I mean, that's part of it, too, is that, you know, yeah, I think that there's some this, this, this it's not just the role that we hold in this work but it's just the role that i hold in life you know like that there's some way in which i don't fully allow myself to just be messy you know mm. be ugh, you're chinese you're I, not allowed a woman a woman i mean there yeah there's there's all sorts of i, I I imagine and my own image of what of who I think I
0: should be, what's your human design say about this?
1: And my human design says that I am designed to be somewhere between a brave and cra- incredibly brave and incredibly crazy woman. Alok said the craziest of craziest, <laughs> really, <laughs> which when he said it. Just felt so I felt so good. I felt so seen. Thank you.
0: Well, it is interesting that you work with Jana and I, because we're both nuts.
1: I know. And I love it. Yeah. Because you're willing to take risks. You're both in your human design. Both of you have the three, which is the trial and error. Like you could just, you, you just just you're here to make a bunch of mistakes. You're here to fuck up big. And hmm. then you learn from it. And then you teach people from that place. It's awesome. I love it. And it's very transparent. You allow yourself to be seen there, and there's some way in which I feel like,
0: I, like I want that. I want that. Well, That's- it comes out in the workshops. Yeah, uh, yeah. You go there. You take huge risks, and you go all the way. You don't stop. That's how I experience you.
1: <laughs> yeah, I guess you know maybe there's more. It's like, like I want it. I want it to come out more in 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 life.
0: In life yeah safe in the workshops, yeah
1: and you know, I don't know. I just when I'm not around this kind of aggression when i when it's not out there, when it's when i don't when I don't see it or i it's like somehow hidden in the energy, which I kind of feel like I've been around in the lot la- you know I've been traveling around and I, I, I like it it it's almost like it wants to come out of me like Like if I don't feel it, then something gets really agitated in me. Yeah. And so you, you know, with you, you, you have it.
0: I give permission.
1: You give permission, but you also just, you're, you're in it. And I, I don't know. There's something,
0: there is something that relaxes in me. Mm. It's weird. That is, yeah. You know, I feel that with Diana. As long as I'm conscious, as long as I'm, uh, there's a place where she can feel like I'm not gripped by it, that I'm playing with it to a degree. Yeah, then it's fine.
1: Right, exactly. Yeah, of course. There's the place where it's, you know, yeah, you you're a madman, and it's like, okay.
0: <laughs> that happened when I was working on that TV show, Cracked, in Toronto, because I was playing a crazy cop, and so I had to be crazy, and I was crazy off camera as well. You know, I was getting myself into it, giving myself permission, and. I would say most of the crew got it eventually. I think there's a few people like, "What the fuck is with this guy?" <laughs> Especially because it was in Canada, uh-huh, where everybody's right. nice and yes. polite and doesn't uh-huh. do that. But after a while, people really appreciated it. I mean, there was a few people. I remember uh, the second AD came up to me at the wrap party at the end of the first year, first season. And she was wasted out of her mind. She's like, "You're an asshole, okay? <laughs> you just you're an asshole. Yeah, you know." I just came over to you and you're like, don't touch me. I'm like, yeah, don't touch me. You know, I'm just trying to get you to the, you know, to your mark. I'm like, have I ever not been on my mark? What the fuck are you talking about? Like, you just don't like my attitude. You know, you just, cause you don't give yourself permission to be a psycho unless you're wasted. Like right now, you're just jealous, but she didn't like that.
1: Right. Yeah. It's kind of true. I think that that's probably, mm-hmm. probably true. There, there is some permission that you give to yourself. Well, you have
0: to, yeah, I think that's what our workshops are about. Mhm don't hold back, see what happens if you don't hold back. I mean, it's gonna come out some some way, the aggression, yeah, you know, passive aggressively or or you'll keep it down through addiction, procrastination, yeah, you know, you'll do things to uh. To block it. Yeah. To disassociate from it. it. Doesn't I understand? It doesn't feel safe. It gets it does get judged a lot. I mean, you judge it in mm-hmm. yourself, and I'm sure, well, I don't know, maybe you don't judge it in other people, but it certainly gets judged, mm-hmm. demonized, mm-hmm. aggression.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: We're an aggressive species. I mean, mm-hmm. look at us. We're at war all the time. I always say this all the time. We love war. People are like, what do you mean? What do you mean we love war? No, I hate war. I'm like, no, you, no you don't. Mm-hmm. We're always at war. I mean, if an alien species came down and observed us, the conclusion that they would draw is these people love war. They're always at war. Mm-hmm. They're always fighting, blowing each other up, killing each other. They love it. Whether
1: it's a ag- aggressively, like, Seen, transparent, or passively not seen. Right. And I guess that's... <sighs> yeah. I don't know. I
0: don't... You know. What do you mean you don't know?
1: I mean, there's there are things that, you know... I mean, we haven't... This is the first time we've talked in a week and a half. Mm-hmm. I've been away. I've been, you know, traveling. And, uh... There's things I want to tell you that I'm not telling you on this podcast. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Just, you know.
0: Can't wait till it's over. I know. Lots of juicy stuff. <laughs> yeah. We're going to gossip. <laughs> Talk about how stupid other people are. <laughs> not like us. Can you believe it?
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know, right. Hmm. Sometimes I gossip. That's right. You know, this woman was, so I was at this coffee shop. And I've taken to, I like, I like having like a, a big cup of hot oat milk and then I pour a little bit of coffee in now. I, I hmm. haven't drank coffee in like,
0: I don't know, hot 30 oat years. Hot milk with a little coffee. It's yeah. It's like the reverse of what other people do.
1: Exactly. But they, they call it like, they call it something. It's got a name? Yeah. It's, hmm. it's like, I mean, you could have a chai and you pour a little coffee in it and they call it a dirty chai or you have a golden milk. And you call it a dirty golden milk. Sounds gay.
0: <laughs> when I say gay, I'm saying G-H-E-Y. I don't mean G-A-Y. It's G-H-E-Y. So I can get away with saying it's gay. We all know what that means, gay. It doesn't mean you're gay. It just means it's gay. It's not even a pejorative. It's just, a. Just, it's got a quality to it. I love some gay, I love gay things, but we have to name things when they're gay. Well, Because things can be too gay. I, things are too gay right now.
1: Well, I feel like it's, a, a, I like that description.
0: Gay. Well, no, dirty, dirty, it's a little dirty. dirty. It's a little dirty. Yeah, like mm, that. It when why? she
1: when she said it, I was like, oh, because I think that people, I think that there's a way in which I can come across as very mm, straight, very good, very clean,
0: very. Are you dirty?
1: Yeah, there's a, that, mm. there's a dirty quality. Are you I dirty have, talk, I like with it.
0: Her? What's that? Dirty talk. You into dirty talk and sex?
1: Uh, no.
0: Really? Not a little bit?
1: But I've done two brothers in one night. <laughs> <laughs> I wish everyone could see Dave's expression right <laughs>
0: now. You've you fucked two brothers in one night. hmm <laughs> Look at you so casually. Mm-hmm. Well, the people are certainly feeling you more now. Uh, This is legendary. You just went legend. What do you mean you fucked two brothers in one night? Yeah, college. In college. Did they know about it? Yeah, they did. You went from one room to the other or they're both in the same room?
1: No, it was a different different place, different time.
0: Wow. Did you feel powerful?
1: Mm, Good question. You know, I think what was going on for me that night, so there was this guy, he was, you know, he was in med school, he seemed quite, he he was full of himself, you know, but I liked that in some way. Uh, But I think after we had sex, I was, there was something, there was some way in which I was like, I felt like a little used, like I had that feeling to myself Mm. and I was like, I didn't like it. Mm Mm-hmm. So then I, I went to this, there was like some dance that was happening and it wasn't planned. It wasn't like I went to go look for his brother or something like that. It's just, his brother happened to be there.
0: Wow, happened to be there. He did. I know, I know, but yeah. once you saw him, did your mind start? No, no, you nothing. You not thinking, mm no, no. I'm gonna get some power back. I felt used now.
1: Well, then when he asked me, he was like, hey, you wanna go back to my place? And I was like, yeah, uh-huh. Wow. Then I was like, yeah, that Then that I did get my power back.
0: That's amazing. Yeah. I've so. never had two sisters. <laughs> <laughs> I've never even thought about it. <laughs> this just goes to show you, you know, uh-huh. the difference between you. This is the, 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 the scam that women have pulled for centuries that it's, the men are the bad ones. The men are devious. The men do. No, it's, you guys are worse than men.
1: In some ways, yeah. I'm not
0: judging what you did. I'm just saying, yeah. If a guy fucked two sisters in the same night, it, it would it would be a scandal. I mean, the bros would be like, "Woo, yeah, man," but the girls <laughs> would be like,
3: "Oh my god, I can't believe you did that."
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> I uh, I had a situation where uh, I was uh, there's these two women that lived in a apartment together in university, and I was with the one woman. It was our first time. We didn't have sex, but we, you know, we fooled around in her bed. We were basically naked and, you know, doing the thing. And then when I went to go, her friend came out of her bedroom. It was like right out of a movie. Wow. It was dark. It was probably one in the morning and presented herself to me. <laughs> and I I just left. Like the, the idea left? that I was gonna go from one room to the other it was just I couldn't fathom that it just was not in my makeup but looking back on it now it's like what was I thinking I should (laughs) have went in there and banged the fuck (laughs) out of her and like had my hand over her mouth because we couldn't make any noise and then it would have been amazing
1: I mean that's the thing about you that I'm always like you know I mean I know you've had experiences I know you've you know like there's 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 certain things that I know about you but at your heart oh, yeah. you're like you're I'm a, a good, good guy I'm a good guy yeah, yeah
0: I don't I don't I don't I mean I've there's some women uh, there's been some things I've done that I regret but it, it they're not they're minor crimes they're they're crimes they're misdemeanors right mm-hmm. I've never done anything major but yeah yeah I'm I'm basically a good guy yeah so you two brothers in the same night same day that's same night same night Wow, how old were you? I was hmm, eighteen, nineteen. I mean, it must be amazing when you're an eighteen, nineteen year old girl. You pretty much know you can fuck any guy you want.
1: I didn't know that. You didn't know that? No. If you're but reasonable,
0: I was- even if you're just average attractive, if you come on, I mean, especially to young guys who're just filled with hormones, it's real power.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think if you know that you you know that you have power. Mm. I, I don't. It was. It. I mean, all of this was surprising to me. You know, but I but I do know. I did know girls or women who who knew that they had that power, right? And it was. I thought it was very attractive. Hmm. I've always. I've always in women. found in women and men. I've always found that attractive when people know the power that they have. Right. And and I think that there's some way in which I didn't know it and that I wanted to know it.
0: It's hmm. good. I think it's really important to let ourselves feel all of our uh, sexual desires without shame. We don't have to act on all of them, but we need to feel what it is that we want without judgment, no matter what it is. I mean, okay, not no matter what it is, but... <laughs> <laughs> there's there's some limits that i that i would say but you know what i'm saying in uh-huh. general yeah consenting adults mm. scary sexuality is so powerful mm. mm-hmm. yeah i went hunting oh that's right in hawaii yeah. on molokai molokai yeah it's this little island 3000 7000 people
1: not near maui
0: like, uh yeah, it's near Maui. You fly into Maui and then you fly the over fires to the Flyers were fires were going on. My plane yeah. ride back, there was like 50 firemen wow. who were on it. Everybody clapped for them. Oh. It was cool.
1: So you went into the fires. Went
0: into the fire. No, we weren't anywhere near the fires. Oh, okay. But uh it was great to go hunting with monsoul, sacred hunting, great group of guys. Hawaii's beautiful. I didn't get anything for the third fucking time. I didn't get a shot. I had one opportunity. Everybody else had, except one guy who got sick, had had shot a deer. And I had, and this is my third time, and I've never got a shot. And I went out with, there was two guides. And the one guide barely spoke, which was great. Mm-hmm. But also when you're hunting, you're not talking. You have to be extremely quiet. Right. And so I was waiting for his direction a little bit, like, that's it. Take the shot, do it, Uh, which was a mistake because there was one opportunity where there was this big, beautiful doe, uh, access deer, but it was about 150 yards away. And I didn't, and 150 is about as far as I was willing to shoot, but I didn't know, I couldn't Tell the distance. I I didn't know. It was like, is that 150? Is that 200? Is that 250? I have no sense of it. Mm -hmm. So I was waiting for him to, to say something like take the shot. And we weren't, I wasn't actually set up for it. It all happened very quick. So I needed to be a little bit more aggressive because things happened very, very quickly. Like the animals there. And then, uh, and then it's gone Mm -hmm. uh, or it moves. I mean, unless you're really skilled, you need to shoot the thing while it's standing still and it's basically broadside. So that was my one real opportunity. And it looked like it was going to keep moving in our direction because it was walking in our direction Mm -hmm. and then it just stopped. But there seemed to be nowhere else for it to go either straight toward us or across in front of us. And it disappeared the other way and we just literally disappeared and we had no idea where it went. So I was a little frustrating, but so I didn't get anything, but, uh, but I had to wait, like sitting out there, we would park in these blinds, which were just these big trees, crooked trees that were hanging over and we'd sit under the tree and just wait. And so a deer almost always passed this way. But of course, the, the, the times I was there, not or the time that I was there, nothing passed. You're just sitting there waiting in silence for two and a half hours. Wow. Waiting. It's kind of like a vision quest. Uh-huh. And I loved it. And there was something about learning patience. Mm. And I kept asking uh, and then while I was while I was sitting there, you know, I was thinking about everything that was going on in my life because the Andrew Tate interview had just came out. I was getting a lot of attention, a lot of emails. Uh, but we didn't have our phones while we were up there. So I didn't have a chance to to check what was going on. Right. Which so there's a lot of like, I wonder what's happening, I wonder what emails I'm getting, I wonder what the new comments are, all of that. And I would ask for guidance, like what 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 should I do? And the wind would come up. <sighs> And it was just like, patience, patience, son, patience. And so I got to practice patience, which felt really powerful for me. So at the yeah. end, I wasn't really disappointed that I didn't get anything. I felt like I got what I needed. We also did a, a mushroom ceremony. Mm. And... A mushroom ceremony during... Well, before- in between the hunts. Oh, between so hunts. we'd hunt in the morning oh, okay. and the evening. Uh-huh. And then during the day, we'd... we'd you know hang out we do some things and on the one day we did a mushroom ceremony not not a lot of mushrooms just maybe ounce and a half mm-hmm. it was pretty light obviously we don't want to be uh fried out of our minds we we do have a hunt to go on in like 4 hours so but i was walking back from the ceremony back towards the house uh which is a hunting lodge and you know there's skulls everywhere deer skulls And I've been thinking about money and my blocks around money. And I saw the skulls and I had this feeling like, yeah, I I could get into like having my enemies' skulls like (laughs) around my, uh, you know, uh, castle, Uh like stacked up, which is, you know, we, we hear about that Genghis Khan. And I was like, I could get into that. That'd be, that'd be fucking awesome. And then I thought about that scene in uh, Game of Thrones where there was some insurrection and they killed all the insurrectionists and put their heads on stakes all around. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, yeah, I could get into that. I could feel that part of me that would do that. Mm-hmm. You know, you have power and and somebody's trying to take it away and, and you do what you have to do to make sure that... Uh, they understand that uh, you mean business, and uh, if you try this again, we're going to kill you. It puts you know the fear of fear of death, fear of God in people. and I could feel that part of me and that I would actually enjoy that. Mm. And I had no judgment about it. I just let it be there. Mm. And all of a sudden I was like, that's my block with money. Like if I let all that energy come through, it's like money will just somehow it's connected to that, to that mm. this primal instinct. And it's also connected to sex. Mm. Like the the part of you that just wants to, you know, I don't know what it's like for a woman. I mean, you did fuck two brothers in one night. So there's <laughs> there's kind of, well, there's an assertion of power. I want uh-huh. what I want. This feels good. Right. I'm going to take it. Yeah. Uh. Um. You know, not uh, obviously consenting adults, but just, yeah, that that part of men that want to dominate and, and like fuck everyone, like have a, just a harem of women and they just, just go totally animal. Mm-hmm. Uh, like a, you know, like an ape and just, and that somehow opening myself up to that energy, uh, I could feel like in that place, money can come through, Mm. that there's some connection there. It's life force. Mm -hmm. It's just life force. It's Mm -hmm. just energy. doesn't mean you have to act on it, but Mm -hmm. also I may need to act on Mm -hmm. it. You know, if I'm in that kind of situation, I mean, who knows? We we think it's impossible, but it's going on all over the world. I mean, it's going on right now mm. in the United States in 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 sublimated ways. They're putting all these uh, quote unquote insurrectionists in jail for like 17 years for what? For wow. plotting, plotting? Did they plot? Did they plot to overthrow? How exactly were they going to overthrow the government? How, I, they didn't have weapons. I mean, the whole thing's insane. But that's what they're doing. They're sending a message. Mm. They're saying if you try this, if you go to a, a protest, if you support Trump, if you criticize the government in some way, we're we're gonna we're gonna come after you. We're gonna find something, we're gonna put you in jail. Which is evil in from where I'm sitting. Uh but Is that uh, what
1: they're saying? If you support Trump?
0: That's not what they're saying directly, but if all the Trump's lawyers all got indicted. Mm. So think about that. You're a lawyer representing Trump. You're doing your job. You know, lawyers represent Jeffrey Dahmer. Mm -hmm. But they're saying these lawyers somehow was racketeering or collusion that they were involved in trying to sway the election, steal the election. So even putting the lawyers, they want to put the lawyers in jail or at least threaten them in some way. I'm sure they're not ultimately not going to get charged. But what they're saying is you go around Trump, you associate with Trump. We're coming after you. It's complete and utter intimidation. Mm
3: -hmm.
0: And it's working. And that's how the world works. That's who we are. It's never been any different. And that's hard to face. It's hard to really feel that that's going on that will always go on and that's who we are. It's all a game of thrones. I always say that it's all just a game of thrones at that level. I'm not saying that's what life is for, for the, us plebs, but for the lizard people that play those games that choose to play those games, uh, that's what it is. And it's life or death. There's no integrity. They just lie. doesn't matter. So, then what? Nothing. You just got to accept it. What can you do? This is what it is. I think you have to come to terms with it. You have to make peace with it.
1: come to terms with the fact or the idea that you as a Trump supporter could be put in jail.
0: Well, I mean that's one layer. I'm not really worried about that. It could happen, I guess. I mean, I was there. I wasn't at the at the Capitol, but I was at the uh the rally and I thought that it was possible that they come knock on my door. There were stories written about me. You know, Christopher from Gilmore Girls stormed the Capitol or claims he didn't storm the Capitol. There was articles all over the place. The FBI did show up at people's homes who were there and ask questions. Intimidation. I'm um, Somebody has a little bit of influence. I thought, I thought it was possible. It did happen. So I was scared of it. But more that that's just part of what it is to be human, Mm
3: -hmm.
0: that these are the games we play. And I think we thought for a long time, I did, that we'd evolve past that in some way. What do you mean? That we, that America was this bastion of democracy and, and fairness and we'd set up these rules and these structures uh, to mitigate against that tendency but when things start to collapse or the power structure gets threatened like we revert back to these primitive instincts and it it really for those people playing that game it's really just about power it's about holding on to power asserting power over uh, over others and that's What we do. That's what we're doing right now. It's going on all over the world. And we think we put it out. It's it's Putin. It's China. It's Iran. It's Iraq. It's not here, but it is here. It's absolutely here. I mean, I
1: think that more people are seeing that it is here.
0: Yeah, I think so. But it's hard to look at.
1: Well, I was in this situation or in this, you know, like it was at this wedding and uh, there were a group of people who were talking and they said something that alluded to the fact that they were not Trump supporters at all. And in the way that they said it, I was obviously the only one who had voted for Trump. Right. And I, I mean, it was just it was a moment you know I, I i was i had to make a decision i was like am i gonna say something right now but it felt like i don't know it felt like it was going to be something that i didn't i it felt like it wasn't the right time you know mm-hmm. but still i had this feeling like wow if i said it right now hey everyone <laughs> right <laughs> i'm not who you thought i was you think that I'm with you, you know, in this place, but I'm not. And it's not that, you know, I, I mean, I, I, I don't feel the same way that you do about Trump. I'm not, you know, but I did vote for him. Mm-hmm. And whatever, whatever, whatever you are going to feel about that, it's going to change something in our dynamic. Yeah. And... I guess everything that you're saying right now—it was, it was like I could feel the con- condemnation that would come from that place, and I just—I just chose. I was like, I, I, I mean, that that day, I was like, okay, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not doing that. But the next day, I was like, if if another thing happens and we're in that same situation, I'm saying something. Yeah. Because I I I just. I don't know. I just can't, I can't be in this place anymore. No. I can't, I. It's. it feels like a lie.
0: It is a lie. I mean, I understand You. there's an element of self-preservation and, and decorum well, and you, yeah. you want to keep the peace and is it worth it? Yeah. But if you're hiding something, that doesn't feel good.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think that people assume a lot of things about me, mm-hmm. you know? And I think that people assume a lot of things about other people as well. Yeah. And we don't know. We don't know. <laughs> There's just so much that we don't know, you know? And so I guess when you're saying this, like I can feel this, like, I know, it's, it's like they're coming after people, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like I they can, are. You feel it.
0: Absolutely.
1: And and I feel the—I um. I mean, I don't know if it's righteousness, but I feel like they, you know, they do feel that they're right in, in holding a certain view.
0: Um, Absolutely. And they feel they're right.
1: I don't—you uh, know, I'm not saying that I don't feel that way either, but— It's interesting, you know, I, we're all hypocrites in some way.
0: Yeah. Well, we're all self-serving. Yeah.
1: But in any case, yeah, I, 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 I think that there's some place in me that's like, I'm ready to, if you need to shoot me down, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Mm-hmm go ahead. Mm -hmm. I'm going to die. So I don't care.
0: Yeah. I feel the same way. Well, I just strategically, I think that's the smart move is just to go all in full self expression. I mean, the Andrew Tate thing, my association with him, the interview with him, it put me in a category. I mean, there's a lot of people don't like that guy. A lot of people think he's a bad guy and he should be in jail. And I'm giving him an interview, um, and it's fr- it's a friendly interview, mm-hmm. and so I'm friendly to Andrew Tate. So the, uh, those people immediately, uh, I'm done. I'm judged. I'm out, mm-hmm. and that's okay. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't need those people. Mm-hmm. I want to define my audience, mm-hmm. and I don't need everybody. Mm-hmm. And as they say, you're probably not being authentic unless you have enemies, mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: unless there's people that are coming after you who want, want to make you bad and wrong. So I think the more we speak out, the better, the mm-hmm. more, and, and we're going to get things wrong and, and we're going to say too much and our, our contradictions, uh, will be revealed. That's fine. Mm-hmm. That's fine. But we have to say what we think. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. what's the alternative? It's also, I think we're, I do think we're at war. Mm. They're not looking to find common ground. They're coming after us. They want us in jail. We're all racist. You're enabling Trump, he's trying to destroy democracy. And you're part of that. You're bad. They dehumanize, and then once once you're dehumanized, they can rationalize anything. I feel it. So I'm not looking to find common ground. It's the same with the transgender issue. There's no common ground.
1: Well, I mean, I just want to say that there was a guy this past weekend who had seen both of your—he'd watched both of the interviews, mm-hmm. and he had definite judgments about you and about choosing to interview Andrew Tate. And— uh, I told him the story of how it happened. He was curious, you know, what, how did this even, you know, so I told him and I told him my view of what I thought you had done and the way that you had interviewed him and what you brought out in him. And he agreed. He was like, he, I mean, I saw something in him flip mm-hmm. uh, and he was like, wow, I'm. I'm actually, I'm really glad that you shared that with me. Like, you know, he knew he had judgment. Right. And hearing the reality of what actually happened, and then also I think also hearing the way that I saw it, which I think is is not wrong you know um you you humanized him you obviously that, yeah. that you brought more of his humanity out everybody I mean a lot of people see that mm-hmm. um and he he something happened so i I, I want to just say like it's not like people, I think there are people who want their minds changed because I think it's a very, it's, it's suffering to stay in that place, right? To stay in the place of judgment where you don't understand. And you, you are, you're like, there's something that you're fighting inside of yourself that you can't reconcile. And, and so I think that there is a place where they they want to, they, they want to, to know the truth inside of themselves and, You know, they want to be able to see people, they want to, there are some people who want to see the humanity in people to be able to, Yeah, they need to be led and they need to be guided in some way.
0: I understand. Yeah. I I agree with that. I think one-on-one in person is different than online. That's true. Online gives you permission to just unleash your id and all your anger and judgment because there's no consequence. I got into it online with this grandma. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, over the Andrew Tate thing. And then With the grandma. Uh, yeah. Or something. I don't know what it was about. And then suddenly, oh, it was, uh, no man can give another man his freedom or, or, or rights. This idea that our, our, our rights come from God. And so uh, they can't, be, we can't give another person their rights. Their rights are inherent mm-hmm. and live free or die. Like you want to make me a slave then I'm gonna to fight to the death like that's not happening mm-hmm. like i'm not I'm not surrendering to that mm-hmm. and that which is how I feel I mean mm-hmm. uh, do I live by that motto one hundred percent no, but um you know and they were go- she was saying, well what about the civil rights movement? Do you think it should be okay for people not allow uh black people in in their in their coffee shop or the restaurant or in the hair salon which I think that's fine. I, I do I do think we should be able to dis- discriminate because the market will take care of it. If you're a person that's not going to serve black people or Asians or gays, well, then the business next door is going to serve them. And it's all good. Mm. And you're going to go out of business ultimately. You can't, you can't, uh, the law is not persuasive. The law is saying you have to behave this way or else. That's not persuasive. That doesn't change anybody's mind about anything about how they feel you have to persuade people to Mm -hmm. move away from the racism you have to uh show them that it's in their own self-interest to do so it's that that guy who went around and kept meeting with ku klux klan members and he would just have conversations with them Mm -hmm. and then by the end of the conversation they they quit the kkk and they would give him their Mm -hmm. robe and he's got a closet full of these robes Mm -hmm. all it took was a fucking conversation or Mm two right it's all it takes Mm -hmm. so this grandma basically accused me of racism. Oh, you're saying the quiet part out loud. And I said, saying the quiet part out loud. that I'm saying the quiet part out loud, which means in the, in the, in the context of what we were discussing, she was implying that I was racist. Uh-huh. And I went to her bio. I saw that she was a grandma like 65 and what was her thing? I can be a, a fussy pants or something. And I just put easy fussy pants. And then she replied, not I'm sorry. She's like, okay. And then she came back to the argument. And so I I tur- I, I changed her. I turned her because I could have been defended. I almost felt like, are you accusing me of racism, bitch? And then we would have got into it. But I was just like, slow down, Mm -hmm. easy. Mm -hmm. And she immediately came back to the argument. She was losing the argument. She didn't know what to say. So she goes, oh, you're a racist. Mm -hmm. And I I understand that that's what people are being told. That's how a lot of people think. If you don't agree with this, if you don't agree with civil rights, then you must be racist. Mm -hmm. It's not that I don't agree with civil rights. It's just there's... um, there's nuance to it. The same with affirmative action. There's all kinds of arguments for and against. And the arguments against affirmative action to me are more persuasive. But it's not that I'm racist. So that interaction gave me hope. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, I can, I can, even online, even on mm-hmm. Twitter, mm-hmm. if you are careful about your tone and how you express yourself. Uh, you can, you can find some nuance and you can bring people back to common ground Mm -hmm. or at least a a reasonable dialogue without accusations. Mm -hmm. Some people you can't, you just block them. I just block.
3: Mm -hmm.
0: I give them a chance. And if they double down, I just block. I'm not, Mm -hmm. I'm not not engaging with that. You're just, you're just, you're angry at your dad or your mom. Who the fuck knows what's going on? But I'm not, I'm not here for it. Mm -hmm. I've been blocking like crazy. (laughs) And then it's like, then, then they tweet out, you know, or an Instagram. Oh, I wonder why David Seckliffe blocked me. He's a coward. He doesn't want to face the truth. <laughs> I'm like, dude, if you sat in front of me, you would not be saying any of this shit. You would completely just surrender. Mm-hmm. And, you, you know, it's, it's crazy. So, yes, there's a distortion, and I have it about what's going on because of the nature of the dialogue that we see online. And I think if we were face to face, I mean, we saw it in our workshop, the thing we did with HBO, Mm -hmm. I mean, how quickly we were able to come to common ground, uh, around issues of, of race Mm -hmm. when people were like white people, white people, white people. And then the white people just stood up and said, go fuck yourself. Mm -hmm. And it was beautiful what happened. Mm-hmm. And they got it. We, we saw each other. We came into connection, which is what people really want anyway.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: It's everybody's longing for it. Yeah. But we also have powers, they, who are, uh, it's in their self-interest to um, keep the public divided. That's a real thing. Mm-hmm. Right. Keep, keep the plebs fighting with each other. So they don't realize that we're actually the ones screwing them over. Mm -hmm. If the poor whites and the poor blacks ever got together and realized that they're on the same fucking team, this is about class more than race, it'd be over for the elites. Mm -hmm. And they know that. So keep them fighting with each other.
1: I mean, that's essentially what we're, what core energetics, human design. I just heard this today that the, the program is designed to keep you in your not self. What program? the, the matrix yeah the world yeah this is that that we're this that's what it's designed for and so to work to get to your your true self to stay connected to that place or at least to be conscious of of the places that you're not yourself that, mm-hmm. that that's the work yeah and we're you know i mean in core energetics terms we're you know we're trying to be conscious of the lower self that wants to separate mm-hmm. that wants to be not in connection. It's so tempting. It's so tempting every day. Mm-hmm. Well, when you feel helpless, it
0: it gives you a sense of power.
1: When you feel helpless, it gives you a sense of power. Yeah, that's so true. Wait, say more about that though.
0: Well, that's that's how the lower self gets established. You are oppressed, denied, shamed. Some aspect of you is you're hurt. You're traumatized as a child in some way. And you're helpless. You're a little child. There's nowhere you can go. You can't leave the situation. So that helplessness is an overwhelming feeling and you can't tolerate it. So you are looking to regain some sense of autonomy and control. And so if you are, let's say, uh, you know, you ask for what you need as a child and it's being denied, you know, you're being shamed um, or there's no time for you in some way. And so you learn that your needs are are bad or wrong. And that's a painful thing because it's just a, it's just a, an instinct. It's it, it's You're not even thinking about it. You just have a natural impulse to move towards what you need. And that part of you is uh, is uh, becomes oppressed. And so that feeling is overwhelming and there's, there's nowhere to go. And so the, the natural, uh, strategy would be, well, I'm never going to need again. I'll never ask for what I need. That's the way to ensure that I'm never hurt again. And that feeling of like, I'm never going to ask for what I need. Now I have something to hold on to. Mm -hmm. Now I have a strategy. Now I have um, like a mantra Mm
3: -hmm.
0: and it makes perfect sense. Mm -hmm. Our, our, like, No is such a strong feeling. No, never. I won't ever. Mm -hmm. Now you're isolated. You're separate. You're, you're in denial, but at least you have something to hold on to. At least you feel like some sense of power and strength. Mm -hmm. Ultimately it's, it's, it's a false sense of power and strength because the only, you know, the true power is being able to ask for what you want, ask for what you need open your heart out, risk loving, risk it all, vulnerability and without any demand that it's received or understood or met and then just feel what you have to feel and then move on. Feel the heartbreak, feel the disappointment, feel the frustration, feel the fear, whatever it is. That's higher self.
1: I feel like I could listen to this and I kind of do. Oh no, I know there's this outside noise. I don't know what it is. There's
0: no way that What What is is that? that? (laughs) Hold on. (laughs) Okay. Fuck. They're cutting down trees. Oh, shit. I can't imagine that it's not. And we're back. (laughs) I think they're gone. Yeah. The tree cutting service. Where were we?
1: You were talking about the power that people have in the helplessness and I was asking you to describe what that, that
0: dynamic was. Right, and, and it, you felt I, I described it clearly. I always feel like I never say it exactly right.
1: Well, you can, say, I mean, this is, a, this is something that I think many, many, many people have tried to describe or, you know, you, and I was, think, I was gonna say that I could listen to that description that you just gave over and over again every day. I could could listen to it every day and still it's like, it's like I need to be reminded, you know, we need to be reminded of these places where we hold our, the, what we, where we hold the negative power, Mm -hmm. you know, we, where Mm -hmm. we hold those places where they, they're not really, they're not truly our power,
0: but it's, it's a false power. It's very seductive though.
1: Yeah. And it feels very real. Mm -hmm. And when you, when I hear it and I've heard it in many different ways, I mean, we, we, you know, you you can go on Instagram or TikTok and there's like hundreds of people talking about the same thing over and over again.
0: But the way that you just described it, I thought was really, that's, that's exactly it. Well, I nailed it in the why you self-sabotage video. That's I mean, I wrote it out. So I got it super tight and clear. I I mean, yes, I said all of that and I, I just had a whole bunch of people come to me and I thought they'd come from the Andrew Tate video, but they came from that video. Uh huh. They're like, there's something, I heard that video and just shot right through me.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's, I, I think it's something that should be listened to every day, that mm-hmm. those kinds of, that, that kind of wisdom that comes through because we forget we forget, like, and it wants, those parts of us want to be forgotten. Mm-hmm. But if you can remember and hold it in your consciousness, then you can make a different choice. And so that's, you know, it's
0: like, I, I just need to be reminded every day. Well, and you need to remind yourself of how evil you can be. Yeah. And your capacity for it and your desire for it and how good it can feel.
1: Yeah. And what evil actually is. It's not necessarily like coming at somebody aggressively with a knife and, you know, tearing their eyes out or whatever it is. It's, it can be something like holding back. Yeah. It could be something, you know, just not confronting the truth, not, not, conf- not being in your truth. Well, it could it's, be-
0: the, it's the intention underneath it that defines it. Yeah, exactly. But that intention is unconscious if you call people on it. They're gonna say, "What are you talking about?" Mm-hmm. But it's hard to face. It's hard to face, and it's what I was talking about earlier. We don't want to. We don't want to face how evil we are. But that—that that is, it's through the heart of darkness that you find the light. There's, there's no other way. You have to make peace. You can only find God if you, if you're willing to shake hands with the devil. Like you have to know the devil inside you. You have mm-hmm. to love the devil inside you. You have to trust. There's that. There's a goodness to it on, on some level. Mm-hmm. Like we need it, mm-hmm. and. We have to bring consciousness to that part of ourselves, and, and then make the choice, as, as you always say. Mm-hmm. Like once we know that capacity, and once we know how how seductive it can be, uh, and and we take ownership of it without shame, then you can actually make a decision because mm-hmm. you're not moving against something. You're not trying to be good.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: You're not worried about good and bad. You're mm-hmm. you're you're making a self serving decision. If you're make if you're actually truly self serving, you're always going to move towards the light.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, and and making that other choice is scary because you you, you are, you're taking a risk. Mm-hmm. You're you're doing something.
0: I mean, you're wide open. You're vulnerable.
1: Yeah. You could get hurt. You could get judged. You could get humiliated. You could, you know, you could get uh, you, abandoned. You don't get seen. Yeah. All the things that you are afraid, you were afraid were going to happen as a child. Like those, those are the things that you have to face. Mm-hmm.
0: But that's the ultimate power. I mean, yeah. Tate said that in the interview, and I don't know if I fully believed him. I, I pushed up against it, and he had a rationalization for it. The question was, aren't don't aren't you disturbed by all the negative comments you get, like the attacks? There's, it's so intense. I mean you see your names uh, names your name associated with these crimes it's got to be disturbing to you and he's like no it's not disturbing because it's not true
3: mm-hmm.
0: and when i think about those people they're all losers mm-hmm. so what do i give a shit what what they think i don't care what they think
3: mm-hmm.
0: i mean it's a little bit of a rationalization but it's not it's a good one mm-hmm. Why am I taking seriously the opinion of someone that I ultimately, I don't really respect Mm -hmm. who's not in my life, who has nothing to do with me, who doesn't really understand or get me. What, what do I care? Mm -hmm. I don't care. There's tons of people who love me, tons of people who respect me. I'm listening to that. Mm -hmm. There's something to it. Mm -hmm. I mean, it gives you a power. I'd like that power. I I don't want to delude myself. I don't want to say that it's not hurtful. It is painful to not be seen, but I can't let my life be run by that. Mm-hmm. I can't be trying to appease them or say, well, no, like, try to see what it is that I'm saying. Like, please understand. I mean, that when I made those videos, I made two videos about transgender activists and, and I, I came pretty strong knowing full well that people who were on the other side of that argument were going to make me bad and wrong. They weren't, they weren't going to listen to what I had to say. And. But I wasn't appealing to them. I made a decision. I'm not appealing to those people. Mm -hmm. I'm appealing to the people who think like me or have a a feeling or a notion about it Mm -hmm. and not sure where they stand to give them permission to maybe see it in a different way, to see it for what it actually is. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm appealing to. That's my audience. That's who I want to talk to. Mm -hmm. And so those, the the other people, it's built in. They're going to attack. They're going to demonize. They're Mm going to make me bad. It has nothing to do with me. Mm -hmm. They're in denial. They can't, they're not unable to have the argument because they immediately go to name calling. As soon as you push back against the narrative, they're just like, you are transphobe. You are racist. You are uncaring. You are unfeeling. What about the children? <laughs> We're saving the children or they're going to kill themselves. It's always about the children. But they're the ones that are fucking mutilating and, mu- and, and using the children. It's insane. It's all inverted it's all completely inverted, which makes sense. That's what evil would do. It would convince you that good is bad and bad is good. It's a good trick. Mm-hmm. Right. Tate mm-hmm. said something else that was interesting. You're either at war with the world right now, war at war with the matrix, or you're at war with the own mo- your own mind. Because you know it's lies, you know there's lies, And so if you believe those lies or you buy into them in some way, you don't speak your truth because you're afraid of the consequences, then you're at war with yourself. So it's one or the other. Pick your battle. You're at war with your mind or you're at war with the matrix. You're at war with the lies. You're at war with the evil. And I agree with that. There's no middle ground. I mean, how much, I mean, we just talked about it. Mm. Mm -hmm. This place where you've been holding back Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you're at war with yourself. And right. it doesn't feel good you're holding you're 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 not saying what you think you're yeah. you're trying to be good you're trying yeah. to appear good to people yeah to preserve their image of you because that's how you stay in connection right and you know that if you say what you actually think and act the way you you want to act which is just from your aliveness yeah it's not even a decision yeah. i'm just gonna say what i think right it may be wrong but this is what i think this is what i feel this mm-hmm. is what's coming through me right now mm-hmm. this is what i want to do this is not what i And I don't want to do that. Mm -hmm. That's it. That's all I have. Mm -hmm. We can deconstruct it. We can analyze it forever.
3: Mm -hmm.
0: But it doesn't mean anything. Mm -hmm. Who cares? All those rationalizations are just that, Mm -hmm. rationalizations. Mm -hmm. So I'm just going to act from my impulses and trust the goodness of those. And even Mm -hmm. if I'm making a mistake, it's going to get me closer to the truth anyway. Mm -hmm. Holding back doesn't do me any good Mm -hmm. at all. Mm -hmm. It's the only way you find out. It's the only way to be alive. It's the only way to be alive. The other way is like half dead. Half dead. There's no vitality in it. There's no you're not going to attract abundance. You're not going to be having good sex. I mean it, it, it we're primal. We're beasts. We're 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 good and bad. It's 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 all got to be out there. It's all got to be seen. We we got to be in relationship with all of it. I don't want to be good anymore. I, that's the main thing. Right. I just I don't want to like have to be good. Yeah. Mhm. Yeah. Same. And it feels good. Right. And I feel like people respect you more. Well, because it's the truth. Right. We're not all good. No. We're not all bad either. And that's not cynical. What do you mean? Well, I think people, like with Robert F. Kennedy, a lot of people are like, well, he's, he's trying to bring unity. Like, yeah, that's not happening. I mean, I like Robert F. Kennedy. Mm-hmm. I, I love what he's saying. He's a good, good man. There's no fucking chance he's going to be president. They won't let it happen.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Like the the Democratic Party is not going to let Robert F. Kennedy become the nominee. That's just not a thing that is going to happen. Mm-hmm. And people say, well, no, if he gets enough attention and persuades enough people, he'll get the votes. I'm like, have you not figured out that the votes don't matter. They rigged it against Bernie for Hillary. We know that happened. That's a fact. And Biden was polling miserably at the debates and he was nobody. He was shit at the debates and all of a sudden on Super Tuesday, he won everything. What? That didn't make any sense to me. They wanted Biden because they can control him. And that's what they did. Hmm. It's not we don't live in a democracy. It's over. It's totally over. We live under a regime. They're not going to let Trump be president again. Even if all those charges get dismissed and he actually runs, there's no way. There's no fucking way they're going to let him be president. They'll do whatever they have to do. They don't care because they have enough people that are willing to overlook the obvious lies and manipulation and the cheating. Because in their mind, Trump is an existential threat. Mm. And they have the media on their side. They have big tech on their side. So It's easy. It's easy. And the rest of the people, it's like, go fuck yourself. What are you going to do? You, you're going to revolt? Well, then we'll put you in jail like we did the January Sixers. So you're going to keep your mouth shut or we're going to put you in jail. You're terrorists. You're insurrectionists. That's what we're living under. There's no, it's no different than, than China. It's no different. We have a regime that's in control. There's been no reconciliation, no admission that they did anything wrong with COVID. Even though all of the evidence shows that they lied about everything. Well, they were doing the best with the information they had at the time. No, that's wrong. Trump came out and said the 2% death rate for COVID, that's not right. It's much lower than that. And people lambasted him for not taking it seriously. Turns out he was absolutely correct. They wanted people to be afraid. They propagated fear. That's the very definition of evil. People who are trying to instill fear in you, that's how they control you. That's evil. And that's what they did. They lied about the vaccine. They lied about the origins of COVID. And they haven't confessed to anything. They're just going on. Like nothing happened. It's crazy. Mm. But they have enough people willing to go along that they feel like they can get away with it. And they are getting away with it. They're going to get away with it until we go to war with Russia and China steps in and fucking puts an end to all of it. And, that's it. and the whole thing collapses and then we have to start over. But it's, it's only one way this ends. The whole thing will collapse. It has to. They're not giving up. Why would they? I get it. I'm going to take what I can while this thing is going down. I'm going to hold on to power. It is. It's pure lower self. It's all fear. And we don't really understand it because we're not like, we're not lizard people. When I say lizard people, I don't mean they're literally lizard people. I mean, they're run by their lizard brain. And they're psychopaths. And that's how they understand reality. That's Again, that's the game they chose to play, and it's a game that's been played forever. It's just not a game that you and I choose to play. It's in us, but I don't want to play a game that's all about pulling the levers of power and manipulation and control and politics. That's That's not interesting to me. It's interesting to watch from the outside. It's like an episode of The Real Housewives or something survivor. But I don't, that's not the game that I'm interested in playing that instinct, that impulse is in me certainly. And if, if shit, uh, goes down, that's going to wake up inside me and I'm going to protect what's mine and do what I have to do to survive. I mean, it's certainly in me, but I'm not going to become a warlord who wants to take over and, and, and have power over people. That's just, that's not in me, but it's in some people. And they rationalize it. And most people are very agreeable. They don't want to lead. They don't want to lead themselves. They're not truly sovereign. They want to be told what to do. They're not really adults. Mm -hmm. They want the government to take care of them. Because otherwise they have to take responsibility for their lives. Mm -hmm. They have all kinds of excuses for it. Mm -hmm. That's what I see happening. (laughs) And I've been right about everything. I hey, I'm, I don't mean that from an arrogant place. It's just, it's, it's a fact. Now I have very good sources, you know, the No Agenda show. I listen to people who know what the fuck they're talking about. And I listen to the people who have a history of being accurate, predicting reality accurately, mm-hmm. like Cernovich, like Adam Curry. So it's not that, you know, I come up with these ideas on my own. Nevertheless, I I, I do have good instincts about, energy. I can feel what's going on underneath. Mm -hmm. So I don't need the facts. Mm -hmm. Facts are bullshit. Data doesn't mean anything. It could be manipulated. Mm -hmm. It's human beings who are collecting that data, interpreting that data. So by definition, that data is bias. Can't not be. What's not bias is the energy, Mm -hmm. right? And when you tune into that place, when you feel what's actually going on underneath the surface, the unconscious motivations, which I'm very good at, then you know, I know what's going on. I don't need the story. The story's all bullshit. And people are caught up in that. Which is, I guess this is the thing where I want, you know, I want to start this, I want to do more interviews. Mm-hmm. But I listened to all these podcasts and they're talking about the story. What's going on? They're talking about ideas. And Tate did a lot of that. And I could feel myself getting bored. Mm-hmm. I was like, dude, let's let's drop into something real. What's actually fucking going on here with you? Mm-hmm. And we, you know, we got there and I kept pushing. But we, we're used to communicating through concepts and ideas, but that's just a matrix. That's just a narrative. It's like, it's, there's no different difference talking about that than you're talking about some fucking sports team or talking about some TV show. It's all the same thing. Or talking about professional wrestling as though it's real. They're just stories, it's just the way the mind makes sense of things. But underneath, there's something totally different going on. And that's what I want to talk about. That's what I want to have a conversation about with people who sit in front of me. Are they able to have that conversation? Do they even know what the fuck I'm talking about? (laughs) Are they going to be able to go there? Because they're so attached. We're so attached to the story. It's all made up. The whole thing's a reality show. None of it's real. And that's why people are freaking out because they can feel that. They sense that. That everything we've been told is a lie. And that's true. And I'm not saying it's all nefarious. It's just the way we organize reality. We need to have stories to make sense of things. But I've spent a lot of my life trying to understand what's underneath that. And so my mind orients to that. It's not that I don't tell stories or, or, or relate through stories or, or pay attention to them. And I have my own stories. But ultimately, th- there's something underneath, mm-hmm. right? There's something that's really motivating us. There's, there is a collective consciousness. that's at work. And that, that's really what's happening. And maybe it's the stars. Maybe it's the planets. I don't fucking know. Mm-hmm. There's other forces at work, though. So to claim that you're certain about what's going on because of the data or because of this or that or the other thing, because you heard Trump say this or you heard Biden say that or this person did this, it's all bullshit. And just look at history. We're wrong about everything. We're literally wrong about everything in real time. Go back a hundred years. it's None of it makes sense. And the people who tell the truth, they get thrown in jail or killed. So the people who they're trying to throw in jail or kill in some way, they must be the ones telling the truth. That's how it works. So that's who I pay attention to. Trump, Kanye, Tate. Who is the culture going after? Alex Jones. They must be the ones telling the truth. Are they right about everything? Of course not. But are they directionally true about a lot of things? 100%. Alex Jones has been right about so many things. Tate is right about a ton of things. Trump is right about a lot. It says unbelievable, like truth that we've never heard any president say before.
3: Mm.
0: Just calling out the bullshit. And then they were like, what about his bullshit? Okay, he's full of shit. Okay, great. But it doesn't mean that what he's saying isn't true. Mm. And by the way, it takes those kind of characters to confront the culture in that way because they know what it is they're going to have to face. Most of us are going to stand down because it's too fucking scary. So those people, by definition, have to be psychopaths to even take on the job. And so you point to the place where they're distorted or wrong or angry or they, they, they exhibit bad behavior, and then you use that to discount everything they're saying. But it doesn't mean that what they're saying is not true. And the evidence is showing that. But we don't want to face it. It's too dark. I go back to this thing with Joe Paterno. Joe Paterno was a football coach, Penn State beloved football coach. I've talked about this before it's it's just I think it's a really important example of how how human beings work, and I think it's it's what's going on right now. He was you know christian, married fifty years coach at that, this one school for 50 years. Everybody loved Joe Paterno. Great guy. And one of his assistants, uh, got caught fucking little boys. Hmm. And they came in and they told him and he didn't do anything about it. he's an old man at this point. He's in his seventies. And he, when all of this finally came out and it, what happened this guy Sandusky who was molesting these boys when that came out and it came out that Paterno had been told about it and did nothing. Mm-hmm. That was the end of Paterno. Mm-hmm. And he he actually died a few months later, mm-hmm. which is interesting. Right. I, I don't know why or how right. he died. You know, you wonder, mm-hmm. but I don't know what happened. Maybe Paterno is just a, you know, a coward. But I think what likely happened if if my uh impression of paterno is correct that this was a a Christian man married to the same woman all his life had the same job all his life, worked with young men the idea that one somebody that he knew and was connected to was molesting boys was beyond his comprehension like he literally couldn't see it. He, he heard the information, Mm -hmm. but he, it was so disturbing. Mm -hmm. And so outside of the realm of his worldview that he just immediately disassociated Mm. from it. Mm -hmm. It's like finding out your father was a child molester, right? Like we hear this all the time. Mm -hmm. The wife, the children will defend the father Mm -hmm. or the, or the mother. If the mother's an abuser, they'll defend them because coming to terms with the idea that the, their father is a bad person, their mother is a bad person, has done harm, done evil, is it's too much to confront. So mm-hmm. they just, they, they refuse to believe it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like something like that probably happened to Paterno. He was just overwhelmed and disassociated. And it's like he never heard it. And I've had things like that happen to me. Mm-hmm. People have told me things. Right. And they're very disturbing. And then, you know, a year later, they bring it up and I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. you don't remember I told you that? How could you forget? And yeah. I'm like, uh, I think I didn't want to remember. Uh-huh. So that that's true for me. So I think you have a lot of people out there right now who can see what actually happened, mm-hmm. who can see, I'm not saying COVID wasn't real, but there, there was definitely a fucking scam going on. Mm-hmm. There were definitely lies. There was definitely coercion. There was definitely manipulation. They definitely used it to control people mm-hmm. and we could go even deeper and darker, but you know, who knows? Mm-hmm. But even just that, and I think it's too much for people to confront, so they just disassociate. Mm-hmm. They just go along because they don't want to face it.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And I have compassion for that at the same time, they're being used and exploited, and they're turning against us. I mean, how do they feel, how do all those people that were pushing the vaccine feel about the non-vaccinated now? Like they were shaming and judging us forever? I haven't had anybody call me and apologize. I haven't seen any Facebook post saying, "Oh, I was wrong about the vax. Sorry about that. I was pushing the vax or I was encouraging people to get the vax. And now I see that, that 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 I was wrong about that. That was a mistake. I haven't seen any of that." I don't think that that a lot of people think that it was. They don't they don't think well they they uh, yeah, I guess that's a delusion. Especially in children. That's where it gets dark. They're pushing the vax on kids. Why? Why? Because the kids could get it and then they'd give it to grandma? Well, we we know that they knew that it didn't stop transmission. We know that for fact. Do we know that? Yeah. Uh, so one of the Pfizer people said that they never tested for it. Like there was no test done uh, to show that uh, it didn't stop that it stopped transmission. And I, maybe they just assumed. Maybe they made that assumption, but they didn't. They didn't test for it. There's no data to support that. Yeah, I, listen, I don't believe any of the data, but what I know is they lied about it. They misrepresented it.
1: Um, I just want to pause for a second yes not i'm not literally pause but i i just wanna because i'm i'm aware that you know you just talked a l- like f- at length for yeah a, about this very i mean i i was i was very uh attentive to everything that you were saying yes and i am also aware that people are have been calling me out like they've been asking like well where are you, Angela? What do you think? Like right. what's what's, you know, Dave's saying all this stuff. And, and so I've been aware of where I am as I'm listening to you. And where I am, and I just, you know, I just want to just say where I am. I'm totally present with everything that you're saying. I'm I'm listening. I, you know, every once in a while I'll have a question, and then you answer the question. Mm-hmm. And then you continue and you're making big statements of what you see happening in the future. And what you're saying makes sense to me. And so I just want to let people know that I appreciate what you're saying. And there's a way in which I think that you know i also like you i i like to go into the energy of things as opposed to what's people are saying or what people are doing or you know all of that the the whatever the news is is saying and i, I there's there's something about the energy and when you're feeling into that energy it just makes sense yeah uh i mean you know that the what what i asked you just about the vaccine like is it true that it's it didn't it, it didn't prevent transmission. I don't know. I and and like you said, like you don't you don't know all the data, but there's some there's a lie. That's well, happening. there's a
0: lot. I mean, uh, and it's it's like they've admi- they've admitted that it de- we know that it doesn't stop transmission. That that's for sure. Like Bill Gates admitted it, so that that's that's out. I mean, obviously, did, did they happened. know that it didn't prevent transmission? It 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 appears that way and like i said this this pfizer executive said as much so but they they definitely know now that it doesn't stop transmission
1: yeah and we know certain things about pharmaceutical companies i mean i was just Hello. watching uh some hulu or uh, some show painkiller mm-hmm. do you know that yeah um and so You know, there are definitely things that we know now that we didn't know back
0: when, you know, about these things. We we knew back when. This is what I don't understand. Pharmaceutical companies have been corrupt for the longest time. Pfizer's got the biggest criminal fine in history. This is their pattern. The whole opioid crisis, that was Mm -hmm. going on. And they're coming, oh, we got this vaccine. Mm -hmm. We're going to make billions off it. It totally works. It's like, dude, I, I Listen. I'm just looking at the data. I'm looking at the history of you guys. I'm suspicious. That's a rational position. That's a scientific position based on the data that I should be suspicious of what the fuck you're saying. Mm. By the way, the incentive is completely set up for you to lie about it. And th- there's no recourse if you do lie. You get you you can get away with it cuz you have indemnification. Can't be sued for it. It's a gold mine. Obviously, the incentives are set up for them to lie, for them to misrepresent it. There's no pun- penalty there's no punishment if they do. So, of course, that's going to happen. People think people. this is how people are run. They're run by incentives. It's like, no, they would never do that. They would never do that. That's all they've done. But they, you get people in a state of fear. And you tell them that they're bad if they don't do this thing. And you're good if you do do this thing then they forget about all that. They mm-hmm. go along because they want their neighbors to think they're a good person. They mm-hmm. want the world to think, I'm a good person, I'm a good person.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't want to be those unvaccinated, bad, who are not going along. They're dangerous to society. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is, all these uh, super clips of all of these people, including the President of the United States, talking about how evil the unvaccinated are. I mean, the other thing that I want to say is
1: that, you know, the things that you're saying... They're scary, you know, like where we're headed, you know, yeah, it's,
0: but it's, but again, I understand it's scary and I'll, and I'll let you finish, but I, I, I want to make this point. I keep making it. It's just the pattern of human history. Mm-hmm. Just read history and look at the patterns. And this is inevitable. This is how we do it. This, this is what humans do. This, this is how things play out. It's, it's destruction and, and construction and, and that just, it's fine. There's no problem. Well there's no problem <laughs> except for that. You know, in people's
1: minds, you know, which I just want to say to people who are listening, like in in my mind, like I can there I can feel the place in my in in my mind where it wants to grab onto something that you're saying and like make it like make the fear grow. In a way that's like, shit, I might as well just kill myself then. Like, why why do I want to live in this world? You know what well, I mean? It's awesome. What a time to be alive. Well, but the 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 remedy, you know, what and what you said, it's like what we have to do is we have to take responsibility for yeah. our lives to become sovereign. And most people don't want to do that. And that is what we are we have been doing. That's what we want to to help people to do is to own your own authority, like follow your own authority, your, your, what's, what's happening inside of you. What is your truth? And to do that requires so much courage. It requires uh, a lot of support. It
0: it requires everything that you have in you. And so what a time, what a time that right. you, you have to find that within yourself. Yes. Right. It's, it's incredible that yes. we, you are put to that, that the pressure is on and you have to find how strong you really are. You have to find that internal courage. Yeah. It's, it's wonderful. I love it. I'm grateful for all of it. Mm. I'm saying yes to, to everything. And it's brought me closer to God. It's got brought me closer to the truth. It, I feel alive. I feel strong. It's great. Am I going to, do I get everything that I want? Well, I guess not, but what, what is it? What was the game that I was playing that I want with the Hollywood, the what to get famous and get rich and bang hot actresses. Is that really a noble pursuit? No, it's bullshit. You know, and I fell into that and those were the times and it was fine. There's nothing wrong with it inherently, but as a pursuit, it's, it's pretty. Who cares? You know, what are movie's made about or history books written about times like these where people rise up, mm-hmm. they find their strength, they find their courage and they do the right thing. So th- we are in such a time. You have the opportunity. To take the hero's journey, which is what you were talking
1: about with Andrew Tate and, the, and how you have to, there is, a, there is a place where you have to, the, some part of you has to die. That's some right. Some part of you has to like, it's surrender. And that's not
0: an easy place. Not even for Andrew Tate. No, it's not an easy, it's not easy for any of us. It's not easy for me, but I'm glad that I'm being put to it. I mean, I was yeah. thinking about, you know, obviously I do a lot of things that, uh, that are practices for this. I mean, that's what Sundance is. You're going to go in four days, you're going to fucking suffer and it's really hard and it can be scary and, it, but I love it. Mm-hmm. It's the best. And that's what I got out of the second year. Once I got over the fear of everything and it was like, okay, I can handle the hottest lodge. Mm-hmm. I may not like it. I may freak out, but I'm going to handle it. The lodge is going to be over and I'm going to get the ho- 103 degree day. I'm out there dancing and the sun's beating down. I feel like I'm going to die. I'll be fine. Everything's going to be fine. Mm-hmm. And it's what happened in those tough moments. I thought to myself, is there any place you'd rather be? This is, this is the best thing ever. Mm. Yes, it's hard, but this is it. This is, I'm alive. I'm in something. Mm. My suffering has meaning Mm. and I'm tapping into this, this field of energy that's being created. I'm part of this ceremony and it's, it's bringing me deep, deep connection to myself, to, to all the people that are here, to God, to The ancestors, it's like Mm -hmm. it opens up this channel that feels so fucking good. Mm -hmm. And that is the invitation we all have now. We're all in our own Sundance right now. The pressure is on and sacrifices have to be made and we have to find our strength and find our courage and take action and speak up and do the right thing. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's amazing. It's Mm -hmm. a fuck of a lot better than going to Hollywood and trying to get famous. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that has its own hero's journey and and, you know, you're, you're taking a risk, you're going to the unknown. Certainly. I'm not, I'm not trying to disparage that, but this is far more interesting. Mm -hmm. That's how I see it. Mm -hmm. I mean, I was afraid and resentful for a long time, but I've, I've just succumbed to the inevitability of it and that the evil, what I consider the evil forces are necessary. They're part of it. So there's Mm a, there's a there's a place where I have gratitude that they're they are playing their role
3: mm-hmm.
0: and they're they're doing what they think is right
3: mm-hmm.
0: but i've I've had to find my own strength my my conviction mm-hmm. and stand in it yeah even when I've been demonized yes and I feel like I'm in a place where i i'm no longer resentful about it Mm.
3: Mm -hmm.
0: I'm just going about my business doing my thing Mm -hmm. and it feels really really good Mm -hmm. I'm not trying to make anybody else happy Mm -hmm. and honestly I think my relationship has something to do with it I feel a lot of safety in that relationship Mm. I feel like Diana loves this part of me Mm -hmm. she's not scared of it it turns her on Mm -hmm. and the, the more that I uh, put myself out there or, or exhibit, uh, courage, you know, say what I mean, say what I think publicly, the more she likes it. Mm -hmm. That's what she resonates with. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I found a partner who's completely got my back Mm -hmm. that I'm loved. Mm -hmm. And so it makes it easy. Mm -hmm. And I have you, you know, Mm -hmm. you support me. And now I have this kind of relationship with with Andrew
3: mm-hmm.
0: that's like he you know like I'm in relationship with somebody who's on the tip of the spear mm. and that feels good too feels really good mm-hmm. you know i' I'm building my tribe yeah right I, I I have my people and they're good people and i really I really like them and the the men that are coming to me now signing up mm-hmm. to my courses and different things th- who saw the Andrew Tate video. Mm-hmm. Like I, I can trust those men. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they may not agree with everything I say. They may not even agree with they don't even like Andrew Tate, but there's something in it that they saw that felt good to them. Mm-hmm. That felt interesting to them that caused them to want to come work with me. So that, that also feels really mm-hmm. good. So I already know they're there. Mm-hmm. I don't have to try to lead them someplace so then we can begin working. They're already there. We can just get to work. Right. So, yeah, I'm super happy. I mean, I've been sleeping great. I'm mm. I'm in a good mood most of the time. And when I am grumpy, it's not, I'm not really grumpy. I'm just, right. just working, uh-huh. you know, just letting my, ah, my aggravation come out. But I'm not, you know, I just set it aside and then cook dinner and cuddle with Diana, it's fine. Like I'm Mm. not, I'm not tied up in it. Mm. So that, that's, that feels great. Mm. Mm -hmm. So what you're saying is to the people who are, why don't you speak up, Angela, Mm -hmm. why don't you push back against David? Essentially what I heard you say is because you agree with me.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't agree with every single thing that you've ever said, but of I course. but but a lot of it and I think the maybe the gist of it, you're the, you're gist, on board of it. With the yeah, gist of it, yeah. Of course the spirit and the energy of it. I mean, and I think that that's that been a risk for me to just even say that. Right. You know, to just Yeah, I, I, I I'm i with you, you know, I'm I'm following you, and you know, for better or for worse, but I I, I don't think that I'm wrong in this no. place. No. I think I actually I took a gamble and I won. Absolutely. I mean, that's how I feel, you know, like that's because I feel something inside of me that feels more connected to me in connection with you in this place. Right. And that's how I know. That's how I know I've made the correct choice. I think something happened for me, like when you, maybe it was even before you actually did the interview with Andrew Tate, but that you were, that you were like, that you were going for it. You were just like, I'm going to, I'm going to do this. And, but then after watching the, the interview, I just could feel something inside of me that was like, yeah, I made the right choice. That was just like, yep, I made the right choice. That interview was gangster, man. Well, because you didn't make him bad. Yeah. And in that place, that that's that, that's that's everything. That's the person in the world that you could that everyone could make bad at this time is Andrew Tate. Right. You know, like that's 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 the person.
0: Yeah. And by the way, I could do that with my enemies. I could I could have AOC sit across from me and do the exact same thing.
1: Yeah. And I saw that. Yeah. And I was like, that this is. This is who I want to be aligned with. Mm-hmm. Yes, this is correct. Yeah, And so, you know, because I, because. The other place is it's so uninteresting.
0: It's boring. It's boring. There's nothing to it. I'm going to go in there and like, uh, why didn't you challenge Andrew? It's like, <laughs> what did I challenge? You? What are you stupid? I'm not going to get anything <laughs> out of him. Right. That's exactly. what everybody else does. And then then he's defended, and there's no conversation. Right. I mean, I don't even understand that. But people are stupid. Well, it's just. They don't know.
1: It's just this thing of bad and good. Right. Right and wrong, evil. All of this, the, these dichotomies, yeah. you know? It's that place that. I think you and I are trying to uh integrate in ourselves. Mm-hmm. And when I see when I saw it, when I saw the interview, I was like, it's happening. It's happening. Yeah. It's happen. It must be happening in you to be for you to be able to hold that. Right. And that was so moving to me. Mm. And
0: That's what you want.
1: It's what I want. I want I want that. I want that inside of me. I want that I want that for everyone. Right. I think that's what you want too.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. So,
1: you know, even though we're going down.
0: (laughs) Well, we're gonna come out the other side. Yeah, okay. It's gonna be good. Right. I think. Could go into, you know, the dark ages. Who knows? But that'll be fun too. Go, we'll go underground, become warlords. That'd be awesome. I mean, come on. I remember uh, Dave Singer said uh, he would love the zombie apocalypse because it's like, then you have something to do. Right. It's like, it's very clear. I got to kill zombies. Yeah. That's that's the job. Yeah. That's how fur it is too. Yeah. I think there's something about men. I mean, we do, Uh we need a mission. And when it's like, we want to conquer something. We want to kill something. We want to be in conflict. I mean, you really feel that with hunting. Mm
3: -hmm. It's it's,
0: it's obviously, it's not the same thing, but, but it is like you're, you're hunting for food and there's a deer and it's, it's alive and it's beautiful. And Mm -hmm. some, some instinct kicks in inside you. Mm -hmm. And I didn't feel any sadness about the deer dying it just Mm -hmm. felt right Mm -hmm. just feels like this is what it is Mm -hmm. and it's okay Mm -hmm. there's nothing wrong with it Mm -hmm. and even the evil that's in me Mm -hmm. it's fine
3: Mm -hmm.
0: and it's gonna come out i'm gonna act out on it Mm -hmm. and and maybe it's necessary at times like Mm -hmm. maybe Cruelty has a place. Well, it's like what you said, you know,
1: I mean, when you've been cruel to me, it it forces me to rise up and it forces something inside of me to come up and out. I mean, I, you know, I could say the same thing about my mother,
3: my right. sister,
1: they, 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 they played their role perfectly. Right. It was exactly everything that they were supposed to do in order for me to find this, this strength. I mean, it's, that that's what you're saying. It's like, it's a great time to be alive. This is,
0: this is awesome. You know, that story, I don't know who gave it to me, somebody in the core community. It's a, a, a Jewish father and his son. And he's like, they're, they're on the staircase and he goes, you know, climb up, climb up two stairs and, and jump and I'll catch you. And, The kid jumps and he catches him. He's like, go up another stair and jump and I'll catch you. And the kid, you know, he's scared, but he's like, okay, okay. And then the kid jumps and uh, his father catches him. And he's like, go up one more stair. And it's even higher now. So he's really scared. And he jumps and the father like gets out of the way. And the kid fucking smashes into the floor and gets hurt. And the kid's all upset. And the father says to him, never trusted you. (laughs)
1: Wow
0: but it's it's a story about betrayal it's a, the father teaching him that betrayal is part of life, right, yeah, and you better get used to it mm-hmm. and it's 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 cruel what mm-hmm. the father did, but the father had consciousness around it and and in some way they're in deeper relationship about with themselves, like the father and the son, but also in the nature of of reality mm. like even your father is going to betray you mm-hmm like right. like uh i mean doesn't Christ say that on the cross, father, you know, why have Mm -hmm. you forsaken me? Mm -hmm. Like, where are you? Mm -hmm. The father, God lets him suffer. Mm -hmm. And there's the kind of betrayal there Mm -hmm. that he feels and it's necessary. And I think this is where people get confused about the nature of God. Well, if God was real, how would he let these children die? And there's these floods and storms and fires. And how does he let that happen? Well, that's, that's not what God, God's not up there he's not, God's not good. Mm -hmm. He's just with it all. Like there's the isness of everything Mm -hmm. and there's beauty in, in the light and there's beauty in the dark and you need both. Mm -hmm. It's a very, that conception of God, it's so lame. It's, it's, it's juvenile. It's, Mm -hmm. it's the kind of conversation like teenagers have. And so when I hear people like, Sam Harris asking these questions, you're just like you don't understand life reality, the nature of God at all. What do you mean asking what questions the The questions I just asked like if God is real, how does he let all these bad things oh. happen it's it's just it's a stupid question it 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 shows that you have no understanding of what God actually is mm-hmm. I mean now that said you know i've I've done a lot of things had a lot of experiences where I could feel the truth of what God is. And I was given the information. I wouldn't have come to it had I not gone on that first vision quest mm-hmm. and sat out in the blanket for four days and four nights with no food or water and was suffering and broken down and feeling death coming. I mean, a couple more days like mm-hmm. that you are dead
3: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: and then i got the vision there is no separation between the light and the dark it's one thing nature slash god has no judgments or preferences and god is not concerned with your suffering and the moment you accept that you're free that's your free will it's the meaning you make out of your suffering you can choose light in the dark but god doesn't care this you're playing the game
3: mm-hmm.
0: you you want to go evil god's like okay mm-hmm. That's, that's why religion exists. And that's why all these, you know, theology and all this philosophy exists is is to teach people that, to teach people like there's, there's a way to be that will give you peace. And there's a way that you can act that's very seductive, that it's going to, you're going to be living in hell. And we've all been to hell. I've lived in hell. I've been suffering. And when I look back at it, what was going on? I was completely obsessed with myself and my own problems and what I wanted or what I wasn't getting. And I felt resentful and angry and bitter. And I I didn't want to feel my pain. I didn't think think it was fair. That's the path to hell. Mm -hmm. God doesn't care. God's just like, hey, bro, these are the cards you got dealt. Figure it out. That's Mm -hmm. the game. That's the game you chose to play. What are you going to do with it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, but... Other people. Yeah. Okay. It's what it is. And sometimes it's like, it's incredibly cruel. The car, the, the cards that you get dealt people, the horrific thing. I mean, there was, you know, slaves throughout history or Mm -hmm. people are uh, terribly abused. And yet we know that, People, a lot of people who've had horrific childhoods have gone on to do amazing things. And maybe it's because of their childhood. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that's the point Tate makes. Mm-hmm. And it's a valid fucking point. My father made me the man I am today, he played his role perfectly. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Now, I would argue that it's you, 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 you want to, I mean, I feel that way now about, you know, my parents and, but i i also i feel very integrated with that because i went through all the places where i felt my pain and resentment and anger and the unfairness of it and i allowed myself to have that mm-hmm. but which is important i think you you do need to discharge that energy you need to to feel free to express it but you don't you don't want to stay stuck there too long mm-hmm. and as i've said before i think that is the blind spot of this work is we get a little too babied mm-hmm. i feel like i got babied and i wish there was a somebody there i was going to say a man but it doesn't have to be a man mm-hmm. to say okay yeah that's what happened stop being a bitch and get on with your life mm-hmm. would you gonna be mad at your mom the rest of your life
3: mm-hmm.
0: how's that working for you okay yeah you, you yeah you beat up the pillow you fucking screamed at her yeah get on with it she did her best and you're gonna fuck up your kids too so We need a little bit more of that, mm-hmm. yeah, a little more firmness. Mm-hmm. I I you know it's good it's good for us. Yeah. It doesn't feel good, it's uncomfortable, but it's that kind of challenge is necessary. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've said this before too, like I think I think you know, things swing, the pendulum swings, and you know, to survive building this country. You know, to settle this country, to move West and to build all of that, it required a a more of a masculine essence. Mm -hmm. Like it required something Mm -hmm. of men to be a certain way and women to be a certain way. We had to go into our gender roles in order to, to survive this thing. There's no right or wrong to the quote unquote patriarchy. It just existed. It formed in order, in response to the environment, in response to the circumstances, because that was the best structure to facilitate survival. And then we got out of survival mode and the country established itself and became wealthy. And then women started saying, Hey, you know, I want out of my role. This is, I don't want to be stuck at home all the time. Fair enough. Right. And, and we can do that now. And so I think space was created. And then I think what happened was, you know, the feminine, in some sense has taken over over the last, 15, 20 years. And it's not in and of itself a bad thing, but just like the pendulum can swing too far in the masculine and it can become tyrannical. It can swing too far in the feminine direction and become, uh, like what's the word, you know, devouring. Mm-hmm. Right. And, uh, it rejects anything that is not loving and caring, but underneath there's a, there's a women have their own subversive energy. Mm-hmm. Women can be just as evil as men. It just looks different mm-hmm. and it's harder to recognize, mm-hmm. but I think that's what's going on. Mm-hmm. And that's why you're seeing people like Trump and Andrew Tate emerge because they're representing the extreme pole of this masculine mm-hmm. that wants to fucking draw boundaries and say, this is what's right. This is what's wrong. You have to fucking behave in this way. And we we can't tolerate everything. Not everything should be tolerated. Mm-hmm. You need boundaries for fuck's sakes. And I think that's correct. Mm-hmm. So, It just swings, goes back and forth Mm -hmm. and it's, it's all, it's all fine. It's all fine. Yeah. It swings.
1: We're, we're going from one extreme to the other, but, and hopefully when it
0: goes back, it's not as extreme. I don't know. I don't know that there's, I think that's just how it works. Unfortunately, I think we, we find the sweet spot for a period of time and then we go too far the one way and then we self-correct and then we find the sweet spot and then we go too far the other way. I think, That's the way the world works. I think that's just the way the world works. Uh I think this idea that we're going to find utopia.
1: I don't think, I don't think utopia, but maybe not, you know, it's like what we experience in ourselves. We can, we go to one extreme to learn about, we we learn, okay, I can't go, I can't go that far. I went that far and I'm I'm not going to do that again because that caused way more pain than I I want to have. And so then you go the other way. It's like, oh, well, I don't want to be this far either. And so then it's like, you know, maybe you don't ever hit that middle perfect place. But maybe the extremes aren't just
0: they Well, but we're 54 years old and we've lived a life and done all yeah. this work, but like if you're 25 and you just came out of college, right. like you don't have that awareness. You're like, we're going to change the world. Right. The That's evil true. oil company. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay, I hear you. You know, yeah. and they they lose their minds. And that and and it must be Correct. We, that must be, they must be playing their part. And so that, even though clearly you and I can see that there's mass distortion there, right? that's where they are. And that must be what needs to happen in some way.
1: Yeah. I mean, what you're saying, what I hear you saying is that that's the world. This is just the way the world is. Yeah. This, this is the way the world will always be. Yeah. And if you are willing to mature in the world you can step out of it and not, it doesn't have to, you don't have to go, you don't have to be in that place. Yeah. You don't have to, you don't have to be in the world in that way. That's right. But we're. we're that makes me very grateful for being 54.
0: Yeah, no, for sure. There's a lot of wisdom that comes with age and it, I am grateful for it. You know, it's the John Lennon. I'm just sitting here watching the wheels go round and round. There's peace in that. Mm-hmm. And it's fun to get in and mix it up and mm-hmm. get on Twitter and tell people to go fuck themselves. I mean, <laughs> if if you can hold on to yourself there. Right. If you can know that you're playing a game. If you can, you know, step out of it. I think that's, have that's you, okay.
1: Have you learned to do that?
0: Yeah, I've been blasting on Twitter the last couple. <laughs> I don't know why. I've just been like, eh, I'm going to fucking... And it's been great. And I don't feel any charge around it. I'm just like it's just fun. Having fun. Right. And saying some shit. And I don't I don't care. Uh-huh. I'm like, I don't care. Right. What people think. <laughs> maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I, I don't care. Well, I also I guess I just feel and maybe this is the other thing that I think there's a way that you and I I'll speak for myself, but I think it's probably true for you and us, is we we do keep ourselves small.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Like, we we minimize our, our wisdom. Because maybe we have come from a tradition, core energetics, that's weird. It mm-hmm. looks weird from the outside. I mean, I'm getting all of these comments, like, what the fuck is core energetics? This guy went to some hippie school. He's not even a real therapist. <laughs> uh-huh. And I'm like, yeah, okay. <laughs> like bring the therapist on, give me the best therapist. And the, like, I'm, I'll dance with anybody. Mm-hmm. I mean, do you, I don't, they don't understand the training that we did mm-hmm. and not just the training that we did at the school, but also all the work that we've done beyond that. You know, and for me, it's the four years of pretty intense ayahuasca and then all the, all the work that I've done with, with the Lakota. I mean, it's like, that's I've dedicated my life to that mm-hmm. and, and, and I've come upon this, this wisdom through experience, not, not through reading it in books, although I've read plenty of books and watched plenty of educational videos. It's, it's in my body. It's, Mm -hmm. it's real wisdom, you know, Mm -hmm. it's, it's, and it's a kind of shamanism, but there's still that place where it's like, I'm not legit.
3: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The way
0: that somebody who, you know, got their degree at wherever, Harvard or Stanford, and they're a, a clinical psychologist and they can spout out all of the you know the the information all of the the theory which we can do but we don't do it quite in the as well as as some of those people do it but i i'm certain that they can't facilitate the way that we facilitate
3: mm-hmm.
0: i'm certain of that just because they don't have the experience not that they couldn't if they if they dedicated their lives to to learning that but i, I there's some way it's i feel like we have to claim in a stronger way like who we are and and, and the power of our work, Mm. like, are you, do you really rest? Do you really rest in, in, in your genius? I mean, I'm obviously we need to be humble and all of that, but, but in the way, in any way that, that, that you or I or us together diminish ourselves or keep ourselves small, we're not, we're not helping anything. Yeah. No, I, 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 Agree
1: with you, and to answer your question, do I rest in my genius?
0: Probably not. Probably However, when you're in the moment with your clients yes, and working with them, you you know that and you feel it absolutely.
1: But- yes, but I will say, uh, about three weeks ago, I asked this friend of mine, um, who's wise man uh, Andy. He's seventy now. Anyway, he I. I was I was talking about something and I, I said, Andy, will you just tell me what you see? Like he's known me for, you know, 15 plus years. And I was like, just, just tell me what you see. And he said, the first thing he said, he was like, Angela, I've told you this before, but you're a creative genius. And when he said those words, I don't know why, I don't know if it was because of how long he's known me of who he is and you know, what I know about him. the the words went in. Mm. It was the first time I was like, oh, oh, okay. And I just made a decision that I was going to believe him. And if I believed him, where, what would happen if I acted from that place? So it's an interesting question that you're asking me right in this moment. Am am I sitting in it? Because I'm just, I feel like I haven't been, but I just started. And that In that place, I mean, you know, I think that there's some place my mind kind of goes back and forth because it's like it it doesn't want to own that. It doesn't want to
0: own something there. Mm -hmm. Why? What's going to happen if you own it?
1: I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen there. I know what's going to happen if I don't. I don't know what's going to happen if I do. And there's something that it just, it's just, you know, the unknown. It scares me. I mean, I can feel the goodness of that place. I can feel, you know, and I could feel myself being able to handle, you know, if somebody judges me or somebody humiliates me or somebody hurts me or I I can feel that I'm strong enough to handle those things right. now. But it's this feeling that inside of me where I'm like oh fuck, you know, like like it's like a I don't know how to describe it. It's like my hands are shaking. It's like this this rumbling volcanic really thing that will just it just it's it's not never ending. it's like it's right. P- it's like like a a fountain that just spews, and I don't know what's gonna come out of mm-hmm. it, me there, you know, like I, I could say all sorts of shit. I could do all sorts of shit that's like you know it's gonna like bombs everywhere. I don't know, you know, like that's what it feels like, you know, just like putting stuff out there, kind of like what you've been doing on some level. you just let yourself go, you know. And when you do that, you know, people get triggered all over the place. and it's like, and so maybe that's what it is, is that I, in the creative genius expression of myself, you know, people are gonna get triggered all over the place. Mm-hmm. And I mean that that's 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 a good thing. Yeah, who cares? <laughs> I mean, Anne said it, you know, like that that you want to get triggered. You want to get triggered so that you know that, that this right. is a place that you need to heal. Right. But yeah, I think that that maybe on some level that if I really let this part of myself out, like I'm, I think I've been fr- afraid that I'm going to get
0: annihilated. Well, people will come after you. They'll, they'll point out the places that you're, you're not so great or you got something wrong or you have a blind spot. They, they're going to go right for it. Yeah. And all of those things are going to be true. Yeah. So what? Right. It's like, it's like, oh, you know, somebody is a virtuoso guitar player and they're like, yeah, but you can't play Jimi Hendrix. It's like, (laughs) okay. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. I can't play Jimi Hendrix. What the fuck? What's, what's your point? Right. Yes. It's nonsense. It's a lot of nonsense.
1: Yes. And I think that I have not been in the place where I could really hold that, but I don't think that's true anymore. I don't know why. I don't know what happened, like in the last just, but something,
0: something. Good. Why not? I mean, I think it's the only option at this point.
3: Yeah. Because otherwise, you,
0: you know, I feel it in me. Like, yeah, otherwise I'm suffering. And I'm not in reality. Yeah. And, And if you hold that inside yourself, if you hold on to the place where you are a genius and, you know, that's a loaded word, but everybody is a genius. Yes. Uh Uh-huh. We just don't want to own our own genius and our own, our gifts and to give them fully and have confidence in them and to give them, uh, without hesitation or without constraint freely. Just be free to express yourself all the way mm-hmm. that's that's higher self mm-hmm. that's that's the God self, no judgment,
3: mm-hmm.
0: no evaluation mm-hmm. doesn't mean no consciousness. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean no humility. It doesn't no, it, mean we- no reflection. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean acknowledging that you got some things wrong or you said something that was hurtful, but it's not making yourself bad. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's the only way. This is why I love Kanye. He gets it. He gets that. That's his North star. Like I'm, I'm going to say what I feel. I'm going to express myself all the way Mm -hmm. and let the chips fall where they may.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And that takes a lot of fucking ball. Now, is he crazy? Okay. Uh, yeah. Is he conscious? No, but no. Okay. Fair enough. But I. it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. Consciousness. No, we need to be conscious. We need to be as conscious as we can be, but. We're never going to be fully conscious. I don't think it's a thing. Well, if we're fully conscious, we're probably not going to be here. Right. We pass over. Yeah. Like the the, the last 30 seconds before you die. You're right. You're probably like, oh, fuck. Uh, oh, shit. Oh, man. Sorry about that. Oh, well. Next it was, time. It was perfect. I mean, that's, maybe that's what consciousness is. It's just the deepest consciousness is accepting the parts of you that are unconscious, that you can't be perfectly conscious and to forgive yourself of the the mistakes that you made from that place. And, and, and yeah, not to make, again, not to make yourself bad or wrong. Just don't judge yourself. Mm -hmm. It's okay. It's all okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. Is that enough? Yes. Okay. Thank you. Thank you.